everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Football is back and BetOnline is your number one information source for all your sports wagering info with all the up-to-the-minute stats, news, scores, and matchup breakdowns. Get the latest game odds, spreads, and totals from the NFL and college football at your fingertips with BetOnline's real-time updates on statistics, news, and odds. From week one all the way to the college football playoff and Super Bowl, BetOnline gives you access to the best promotions and contests available anywhere online. Head to the website today to you or use your mobile device to get in on the action. Remember to use our promo code believe to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Again, that's B L E A V bet online where the game starts. Believe in the Arizona Cardinals. It is the Arizona Cardinals centric specific show where, of course, we talk about the Arizona Cardinals here in the Phoenix metropolitan area. I am one of your co-hosts. I am Javon J. Love Adams, and with me, as always, is a man who played in the National Football League. Uh, He is also an author, and uh, he is a motivational speaker as well. I'm talking about none other than Ed Smith. What is good, my brother? My mind is blown, bruh. (laughs) And I, I know you sat and watched the game like I did. I did not expect to see that at all. I did not expect to see it at all either. And, of course, we're talking about the the uh, week three matchup against the Dallas Cowboys and the Cardinals came out victorious. There was never really a doubt. 28-16 over the Dallas Cowboys, who are now have a loss to add to their record. I mean, if I was looking at it, and I, I listened to most of the game because I was, you know, me, I was out and about running, and then came back, and I was able to catch the second half moving forward. And – there are a couple of things that stood out to me, but that's nitpicking, and it's good, be able, it's good to be able to nitpick in a loss, as, I mean, in a victory as opposed to a loss. But there are a few things that I definitely want to cover with you because there was no, they never led, I mean, they never trailed at any point in this game. Never trailed at any point. So that's something to definitely, definitely keep in mind. So, yes, yeah, so Cardinals take down the Cowboys. Uh, we, we we got to eat a little bit of crow, and then we're going to uh, you know talk about how they f- started strong but also finished strong. I want to find out what impressed you, and also does one win not equal tanking, and then will fans hold on to the ticks for the next home game because they were able to to maybe protect the nest a little bit. So let's get, let's get to that. Eating a little bit of crow, we have definitely been, I think, realistic is the way I, the way I look at it, uh, based upon what we see that the team is, the, the competition coming in. Um, and when you look at the sample size, especially the second half of the second half of the game against the Giants that I that I talked about, and then when we see about some of the some of the conservative, maybe conservative type of nature that happened uh, in that second half of the Commanders game, but that didn't seem to be the case for the most part here in this in this game. So I guess I got to eat crow because I'm I'm one. I thought it was going to be not a bloodbath, but definitely by I think by our scores we didn't think. What did I say? Twenty four or twenty four nine. No, 14. I think I said uh, 30 to 14 or something along those lines. So I didn't think it was going to be close uh, for the on the Cardinal side of things, but I was definitely wrong. What say you? 
I, you know, yeah, eat the crow. I always say I like mine with a little hot sauce. Um, mm-hmm. The Cardinals came out and from the very get, they they controlled both sides of the of, of the uh, fronts. I mean, their offensive line held up. They ran the ball, Jay, on a defense that I thought was going to feast on us, you know. Yeah, and yeah. they actually frustrated the Cowboys. You could see Parsons was out there trying to figure out what was going on. The one thing that does stand is a few things that stand out to me, but a couple things, Jay. We ran a total of about 51 plays, 30 rushing, and Dobbs had 21 passing attempts. That's mm-hmm. not a lot of pass. That's not a lot of plays, especially to generate that much offense. You saw the big, the up, they had big plays, big running plays. With Joshua Dobbs, that one running play in the first half, I want to say it was the first quarter, that big one. Mm-hmm. They only got three three points from it, but still, that was three points, but it was a big play. Yeah, and then they just kept at it. You know, Rondell Moore, uh, big, big run. I mean, we had uh, – we controlled the line of scrimmage. We ran the ball. <clears throat> never had to get out of – and we felt – it looked like we felt comfortable. It looked like we were the Cowboys. Yeah. And, and, and you know, like I said, and then on, def- on the defensive side of the ball, you know, um, Dak was – he was ugly Dak all day. Dink and dunk Dak. When – and, mm. you know, I saw them last week, and he was efficient. They were getting up to the line of scrimmage. Everything was right in front of him. He looked flustered. And, I'm you know – when you think about that, I was like, how did our front do that to them? After what they did, you know, you know they got the weapons with Pollard, and, you know, he ran the ball well, 23 carries for 122 yards, but he was their only basically effective weapon. And right. I'm just I'm just so surprised at how we dominated both lines of scrimmage and controlled with that limited amount of plays, and then with them having all the plays that they had, we dominated both sides of the ball and looked like a team – that, you know, now I'm thinking, wait a minute, we've been in all three games. We lost the first two. We won this one. I mean, Jay, they very easily could be 3-0 and if you think about it. Yeah. This team, and, and yeah. you know, we've been making fun of them. They could very easily be 3-0. and And it's and I'm now, I, and I don't want to be one of those, like we can't all of a sudden, just like with Colorado, <laughs> we can't all jump on the bandwagon, right? I'm still, I'm still waiting to see. I, I, I know we're, we'll be four weeks in after this next week, and I talk about how that first month we're gonna see what this team's about. I tell you this much: they're gonna be in, they're gonna be in a bunch of games. I don't know how many they're gonna win, but this is the first one, and I am, I mean, I'm totally surprised. Now, uh, along those lines, because you mentioned that in. in... I think I had had a, I went off on a little bit of a rant while you were out in just talking about consist. I mean, competitiveness. We want them to be competitive in games, mm-hmm. if nothing else, because we, we don't want to get beat down 70, 70 to 70 to what? Six. Can I, we don't want to be the bears. How about that? Ooh. Okay. Yeah. Even better. Cause yeah, they're, they're kind the bears of are just totally non-competitive. Now we, we'll talk on the easy podcast and stuff like that. We saw a team that gave up, totally gave up Denver Broncos yeah. uh, yesterday. They gave up. I don't think we'll ever with this, with what I'm seeing right now, this team is in it and they'll fight at least, even if they're not going to win games, but we got to win out of this one. And this one, you know, it, they've started strong. They finished strong. And that is, a, that's what I think were the changes in the, 
from on the coaching side of things, I think adjustments, making sure to kind of stay the course and be and continue to call a game, especially on the offensive side of the ball. I mean, they, they put up what 28 points. I think that they were, here's, here's my knock here. Here's my knock that I'm, I'm going to throw out there. How did you feel about the first? So they get the touchdown, they get the first touchdown and then they, uh, and they went for two. That it could have been, it could have been 10, 10, three, but it was then nine, three because they didn't get the two point conversion. I thought mm-hmm. at that point in time, that was, that was, I, I didn't like that decision. I didn't like that decision. And then there's another one that I want to point out to you, but what did you think about that in real time? Cause I thought, nah, don't, don't do it. But I could, I could kind of, I, I wasn't super upset about it, but I didn't like that, that decision. It's not necessary, and it's almost like playing with fire. Why Why do something like that when, you know, you got off to a nice start, got the touchdown, and then you want to – it's almost like I, – I remember when they when they lined up to go for two, I was like, wait, did I miss a penalty or something? Like they got right. closer? Or, and, yeah, did, and I was thinking right along with you and in, in, in the fact that it wasn't necessary – and then you put your team, yeah, you know, it's almost like you, you're taking points away from yourself. Those are easy points. You take those, you know, two uh, times you go for it, you, you know, it wasn't necessary and I don't like it. It was almost like, well, we're, I'm not going to, it's almost like they were trying to mess it up on purpose. Right? <laughs> and I'm trying not to say that, but it was almost like, well, we scored. What are we supposed to do? Let's go for two. You know, we're not. To, uh, <laughs> I hope, I, I hope to not see that moving forward because that really, they could actually, that could actually cost them dearly because, you know, those points come back to haunt you. It seems like they always do. And, and, it's, and also, Jay, it's a, it's something that takes away from your momentum. You yeah. score this touchdown, then all of a sudden it's like, cause you can see the players on the side of the field when they, like, say when they score and then they miss an extra point kick. It's like, ah, oh, you know, that type of thing. So when you go for it, it's a letdown, even though you should be like really feeling it. So I did understand that as well. All right. And so then the other thing that I wanted to point out. So second quarter after a Rondell Moore 45 yard run for a touchdown run, they, um, they ended up getting going. It was 15, three at that time. So then they went for two again. And this time I was really opposed to it because I thought they were chasing points as in, because it mm-hmm. would have been, it would at that point in time, it would have been what uh 10, it would have been 10, 10 to three. And then it would have been 16. And then that extra point, then you're 17. I thought that was, that was chasing points when you didn't need to be chasing points, take the one and, and keep it moving. And they didn't get that two point conversion as well. Yeah, no, right there with you. I, I don't. I would love to. Maybe we have to check out one of these press conferences if someone is, you know, paying attention. If they ask that question, I'd love to hear the philosophy behind going for the first one and the second one because they would have to be real creative to me in their answer to make me believe anything other than we just acting stupid. We didn't even expect to, you know, be in the game or score that touchdown. So, you know, (laughs) yeah. So, okay. So what's the interesting thing? And this is where those points could have come back to bite them, but they didn't again, it was 28, 16. So definitely. So kudos all I'm, I'm just pointing out something here. Does it concern you that? So after the first half, one more offensive touchdown. 
they went for the extra point on this one. So they only scored seven more points and that was seven, seven more points after the half. Right. And so the, and then the, the Cowboys, they couldn't really muster anything. They only mustered six points in the second half. But does that concern you again? Because it's, it's the, the second half in terms of on the offensive side of the ball where we, we don't see that can, that, maybe that continued aggression or, or it was very creative play calling. I thought that, especially in the first half by, by Petzing. So definitely props to him, but does that concern you? And I'm glad that the defense was able to stay the course and didn't let a building that was overrun with Cowboys fans be uh get into their head. But does the second half inability to generate points concern you? Well, I, I once again, I go back to the number of plays, total number of plays that we ran. We just didn't have the ball in the second half. And, and part of it was the conservative nature, you know, a couple three and outs and stuff like that. Somehow, though, Jay, they figured out this time around to make it work. Did they get too conservative or was it a lack of ball touches? I'd have to look and see the. The, the, go down to the, I guess the play calling to, you know, down the stretch, but I don't know. This one just had a weird feel. It was almost like the Cowboys were sleepwalking and mm. we didn't want to wake them up somehow. And we just, can you kept... under, you can definitely underestimate. No. Yeah. Underestimate the opponent. Cause I'm thinking from the Cowboys, uh, whatever, man, we, we got this. We saw how they, they can't, we, we, if we can do what we do, we'll be fine. And so there was never really that, that sense of urgency with the Cowboys. Would that be safe to say? Absolutely. And they actually looked, I bring it up again. They look frustrated and almost like, well, we should be able to just come in here and beat these guys. Right. And, you know, Micah Parsons was all over the place. They were, here's another thing. They were very, Cowboys were very undisciplined. They, mm. There were so many gaps and holes that the Cardinals were running through. And I, I was watching Parsons, especially when he was on the edge, just flying around the edges, no containment, and actually going past Dobbs to the point where he was on the opposite side of the formation, which left everything open. Actually, right. they had they had no discipline. And I, maybe they just felt like they could come in here and just lay it down. And at one point, you know, just their mighty muscles would beat them. But the Cardinals were the most, the, the, the better, the most disciplined team in this game, stayed to their game plan. And it was another, another one of those bully guy punched in the mouth. And hmm. here's the, I kept looking. You know, at the halftime, it was 21-10, and I kept thinking, okay, the first drives of both teams is going to tell me what is going to happen in the second half. Right. And the Cowboys, they they looked they looked lethargic in the second to start the second half. And you know, okay. sometimes it's just that is just the way it is. This game from start to the finish, there was never a like a, a switch in the, the momentum or direction of this game. And right. you could tell the Cowboys, in my opinion, they care. Cause I, I saw them up front and close in person last week, Jay. Yeah. I thought they were going to come in here and, and drop a 40 on us and hold us to three points, that type of thing. They looked just that good. That was not the same team on the field yesterday. They, and the Cardinals, they looked confident. They looked like they had a game plan and maybe by slowing things down in the second half, it was almost like the Cowboys just kept in tune with them, you know, dancing, you know, da 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 da. They just, <laughs> yeah. they just walked them through that game, and next thing you know, it was over. 
And, you know, even that last interception that Dak threw, it was like, it was almost like that was destined to happen just because of the way they were playing. I don't know. So a couple things So we mentioned in terms of if you, this is why this, it's almost an enigma of sorts, if that's the right term here. So the time of possession, the Cowboys definitely won the time of possession, 34 minutes and 33 seconds versus the, uh, the Arizona Cardinals, 25 minutes and 27 seconds. Typically, if you win the time of possession in that way, you're going to be winning the game. And that just was, that just wasn't the case. And then, and then if you look at the rushing in just in terms of total rushing, Cardinals had 222 yards total rushing um, and the the Cowboys 185. So you would think that it would be either very close based upon the rushing numbers or that there would be a sizable uh, difference, a lead difference in favor of the Cowboys based upon the time of possession. Well, this was a game of big plays for the Cardinals on the ground, too. Think yeah. about this, Jay. They had uh, Joshua Dobbs had a 44-yard run, did end up in a field goal, but then you had the big one by Rondell Moore. He had a 45-yard run. Connor even had a 26-yard run. The Dallas Cowboys, everything was in front of them. They Their longest run was 31, but then you dropped down to 13 by Dak Prescott. So, And I, I mentioned the dink and dunk Prescott. Man, mm-hmm. he was just he, he it was like five point five average yards per pass for, for Prescott for Prescott. Yeah. And everything was to the side, nothing big down the field, and then when they did try to drop back. So in essence, the Cowboys ran so many more plays than us, but they were so much more ineffective. Right. We had the big plays and was turned into scores, and then the rest of it was just you know, like almost volleying back and forth in the middle of the field. So, it, you know, the the tempo, everything seemed like it was off. This was one of those games. Here's the thing, Jay. If we play, if the Cardinals played the Cowboys ten times, mm-hmm. they would probably beat us nine of those ten times. This okay. was the one that just for some reason, the the star line, everything was right. Uh, the 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 Cardinals just looked that much better than the Cowboys yesterday. So I want to give the good in the the good in the room to improve. So what was what impressed you most about yesterday? For me, it was the fact that they held on in the second half because that's been their Achilles' heel the first two weeks of the season, especially when we look at that Giants game. So I was really impressed by the on the I guess I'll be say on the defensive side because I, I think offensively they still. There, there's still some things to tweak out. Now, when I get to the opportunities to improve, I'll get, I'll expand on that a little bit more. But I thought that the overall, and especially the defensive side of the ball, they were able to bring home a win by not letting the Cowboys get any type of confidence. To your point, six points in the in the second half, and they were there was really never a time where they threatened per se, uh, and so they were able to keep the hold them at bay. What about you? For me, it was the game plan. The game plan said it all. You look at the balance, you know, they didn't need a whole lot of plays, but they ran the ball more than they threw it. They didn't put too much on Joshua Dobbs, even though I think he played a very efficient game. You know, um, turnover-wise, we stayed stay away from the turnovers, uh, no interceptions. I'm not sure if we laid anything on the ground either. So for me, it was – and then the fact that they – they 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 dominated on both sides of the ball for me. That, so overall, I think it was a the game plan outstanding. The fact that they didn't panic and think they had to do anything 
um, other than what they were doing. This is one of those games where, you know, it was almost like, hey, what what, what else do we have to do? No, let's just stay right here. Let's just <laughs> – and it worked. And, you know, and then on the defense side of the ball, Jay, I like the fact that they were all up in, in Dak's grill and they – like I said, they, they – Held the the running game to it respectably, but they were all up in Dak's grill, man. They they kept him uh, flustered and uh, you know just all over the place. And if you can do that, like I said, control both sides of the line of scrimmage, and then you know get up in the quarterback's face uh, routinely, that's going to get you some W's. And that was that was really impressive. I thought that they had a game plan, stuck with it. And and here's the other thing, Jay. They looked like the better team yesterday. It really yeah. did. This what this this didn't look like a fluke, like what well, you know they had to come out with some gadgets and stuff like that. And this was an actual beating of another team, and they looked like the better team. So to your point, there were there were one turnover in the game. The Cardinals were turnover free, and then the only the Cowboys had the turnover. It was an interception thrown by Dak Prescott. Prescott. So um, so let's get into the areas of opportunity for the Cardinals. For me. It's the second halves again for on the offensive side of the ball because what I am concerned about is if the Cardinals do not, if the Cardinals do not score in the first half, will, what will they do in the second half? Meaning if they're, because what we've seen is at least over the last two games, I'll say, because the first, the, the first week of the season, I'm, it wasn't a high scoring affair by any means and it was more field goals that were going on there. But I'll say this is that I wonder if they don't come out Focus, because it, it, I think I heard on the broadcast a couple of times, and you might agree with this, that they came, you mentioned the game plan. So they came out focused and knowing what they needed to do. And that's what that first half was an example of, was it was uh, attested to that. But in the second half, I just want, they need to be able to figure out if it's adjustments, if it's, if they're, if they're saying we got it, so we're going to pull back a little bit, whatever it is from a coaching perspective, they need to be able to push a little bit more, a lot more really to keep the, to, to be able to put some points on the board in the second half of games. What about you? I would say I agree with you at the same time. Um, the cautious approach, I think that's how they won this game. Okay. I, I think they, you know, I'm not going to say they lulled the Cowboys to sleep, but they did. Because you got to remember this too, Jay. When they, they were running the ball, they didn't put in the air a whole bunch. The clock is running. And they, they, they were getting the clock to run by being successful on first down, you know, getting to the third downs, maybe okay. getting the first down. And then, that, you know, it's shortened the game for the Cowboys. And, you know, in this instance, I don't necessarily think I, I'm like how much more aggressive did you want? This was one of those ones where how much more aggressive did you really want them to be? Because if they get too crazy, you okay. really could let the Cowboys back in this game. So I thought it was gotcha. a halfway decent approach in the second half. Uh, once again, they shocked us, bro, because I did not see this coming. <laughs> and see, that's why I, I rely upon your eyes. You see the game a little bit different. You say, hold up, Jay, what you want me to do, man? I got this lead, man. Just don't, don't now, have me doing these reverse sweeps and reverse jets and trying to, trying to do these flea flickers. So I, I get it. I understand it. I understand where you're coming mm -hmm. from. So believe in the Arizona Cardinals. I want to ask a couple of, you know me, philosophical questions. Yes. You know, to get you thinking a little bit. <laughs> Does one win equal not tanking? 
Does one win equal not tanking? Because the, the players are playing hard. The players aren't going to go in saying, let's tank for so-and-so because they don't know because the, every every game is is another adds to your resume. Put something on film for whether the, the, the organization you're playing for now or the organization you might play for in the future. So players don't care about that. But I'm saying, is Monty Austin for looking saying, oh, yeah, all right, well, I guess we had to win one. I mean, is, does one win equal not tanking? Well, for you got remember we talked about this before. There's all everybody has different agendas for the yes GM. You know he's been told, hey, do what you got to do. You know to either make this a better team down the line, and if we can get some draft picks, and you know that'll be. They are. That's a far cry from a head coach who's first opportunity. Yeah, and these all go on his record. So hey, GM, do what you do. The coach, his thing is, okay, we end up two and 15. That's going to, you know, that goes on my record, my permanent record. We've yeah. seen coaches who have been in those early situations of tanking. They don't, when the, when the remake is done, you know, when they finally, the, the, the process is done, they don't get to go along for the ride for the, you know, to, you know, it's almost like being on a long trip, right? Jay, you're going across the country. You keep stopping, making the pit stops and everything like that. And then you almost there to Disneyland. And it's like, oh, well, we got to drop you off right here. You know, we're going to finish the rest of this ride. I was like, wait a minute. I've been driving. I've been on this ride. You know, we've been stopping and we've been eating, you know, truck stop sandwiches and stuff all the way through. And now oh, you're going to leave me and drop me off. Yeah. So, and then the other thing is, Jay, I don't care what your players are going to play. Yeah. Players that if you you know you're talking about changing culture and you got better players meaning you know mentally and that, these dudes are out you can see they're out there balling because they yeah. they 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 got no other choice you kept you could never tell a player to tank now you can put bad talent together and <laughs> that will just be a, a a tank because it's just bad players but yeah. when you get if you get just decent talent out there and these guys some of these guys are showing me that they got some dog in them they you're they're out there you know flying around and you know making hits and joyous about it and so you're never gonna get the players to lay down you better you better go get some bad players if you want them to to, to tank so you know one and if you remember jay it is only one win yeah we'll see where they go from here but this team looks like you, know, I'm you not, can build upon that. You can at yeah. least build upon what we, let's see, let's do what that effort that we put in from coaches mm-hmm. and players. Let's do that again this week in preparation so that we can execute in the next game. And the one thing we did say, Jay, it wasn't, a, we didn't even think it was about the wins. It was about how the team looked, right. what they were, you know, how they were, how they were losing. If they were losing, like if you're losing like the, the, the Broncos, that would, that would be cause for, we gotta. We I know we let a lot of guys go to on uh, training camp. We might have to call some of those dudes back up and get them in here because what we just saw a team just laid down, <clears throat> just literally laid down and yeah. said, "Don't you don't have to fight for it here. I'm just gonna give it to you." That yeah, type of thing. That's yeah. that's what you don't want to see, and we don't see that from these Cardinals. So speaking of what we saw, so so again, I want to um, I want your thoughts before we head out about uh, home field advantage or disadvantage. But what do you, Joshua Dobbs? He's not a world beater, but I think he did just enough. He made some plays. 
I mean, 178 passing yards. So, so he didn't, he, he didn't put the world on fire, but maybe to your point, it was a matter of the game plan and what we're going to do. I was, I was impressed with what he did. He's again, he's, he's that guy that can, he's that guy that can get you through while you're waiting for your, your starting quarterback to come. But he, you, you should be able to feel comfortable enough that he can manage a few weeks to be able to get you through. What, what about you? I had somebody text me yesterday after the game. Do you think Kyler's going to get his job back? I'm like, come on. This, yeah, come on now. Come this on is now. one of those. Joshua is doing a great job, and he's setting himself up for, if nothing else, if let's say Kyler does come back, because the reports, I've heard people, oh, he's getting close, you know, and obviously we're getting to week four here. After mm-hmm. week four, he'll be eligible to come off the pup. So mm-hmm. say in six weeks, say, in, you know, after week five, he's ready to go. And the plan is to get him out there. It's his job. And Do- oh, yeah. Joshua will be a great backup. And some, and he might have stamped his, you know, like, look, think about it. He, he stamped himself as having a job somewhere, yep. even if it's not here with the Cardinals, for yep. a very long time. You know, yep. just in, in, in a even more dramatic. Think about what Purdy's done for himself. He said he's if if all crumbles here, he's going to get another opportunity somewhere to probably to fight for a, a starting job. Joshua Dobbs Dobbs has now made it where when the dust settles, and he, he I don't I don't consider him a franchise quarterback, but he will have he'll be able to feed his family for the next seven to ten years. Yeah, doing doing his job as a backup. And as a no, backup, yeah. And there's, there's nothing no wrong with slight, that. Absolutely not. There's no slight in that, Jay. It's one of the best jobs in the world. Yeah. A quarterback in the NFL. You Speaking play on, you know, you throw during the week, you know, you get your work in, then you got the earpiece on on Saturdays, hoping that that dude in front of you doesn't go down. Because every Monday, you know what happens? That those those comma those decimal points in your bank account <laughs> go up. <laughs> And you True put in your work, and that's all it's about. I mean, you know, you'd love to be a starter somewhere, but it's even better if you're not a starter to be a backup and not working at, at Best Buy or something like that. Speak on it, speak on it. So leave me with this. So the Cardinals, if we're looking at their schedule, they play, oh, they're, they're going on the road to play the 49ers when they come back. And guess what game I'll be at? I'm going to another one. I'm going to the Bengals game. Um, so when they come and play the Bengals, Will there be a more? Will there be a stronger turnout of of Cardinal fans? Because I don't know if the Bengals have necessarily the biggest contingent of people coming on the road, or will there will there be Cardinals fans dressed up as empty seats? So, do we think that we'll see a little bit more of uh, of of interest and in, in energy in the building for the game against the Bengals? Yeah, you know, I I think people, I'm not, here's the thing, Jay, this is not, and and I'm not saying this, you know, to knock anything out. This isn't a playoff or championship team. Correct. But, but if you're coming to look at good football and some dudes out there giving it their all and making them respectful, and here they are, they're one and two, but they've been in every one of these games. Yep. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. They're building. So why wouldn't you come out? And so if you're a true fan, why would you not come out and support your team during these lean times? As long as they're giving you what you deserve. They're making, yes. you know, they're now, now imagine this day, 
what we just saw from Denver, who the hell is going to come out and watch that team Why at would home you? or on the road? Oh, and my you goodness. Just, you just got a 70-burger dropped on you. You saw players. I, 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 if I was watching that, t- bruh, I would love to be in that film room watching that tape today because mm. there are going to be so many rewinds and so many, the little red dot on the screen. I want you all to watch this right here. I want you to watch this in shame right here. And mm. and not hey, not just this dude, but this dude and this dude and I want to go through <laughs> especially on the on the defensive side. Right. I want, we're going to rewatch this and you know, there's there's no I said there's none of that going on out here in the desert. So I'm hoping and you know, Cincinnati, my nephew, he's dinged up right now, but you know, I, we're hoping to be at the game as well on um uh the, on that day. I hope that the fans, from what I'm seeing, I'm hoping they come out and support this team because they deserve the support. We've been here before when it was like, what is that garbage they're putting out there? Why would anybody pay money to go see that? Our fans, Cardinals fans, Red Sea, whatever, you need to be out here supporting this team because it looks like they're heading in the right direction. And they're, you know, giving you, they're at least entertaining you while they're between the lines. And you never know, they might get you another few uh, W's out here. Indeed. So on behalf of the one and only Ed Smith, I am Javon Adams. We do this thing on Mondays and Thursdays. Mondays, we look back on the game that just took place. Thursdays, we look ahead to the next opponent. So uh, make sure you tell a friend to tell a friend about what we have going on here at Believe in the Arizona Cardinals, or if you search Believe in Cardinals, whatever you do. And of course, we're presented by Bet Online. And as we always like to say around this time, you can. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.